Hi, this is Craig. Thank you for finding me. Thank you for finding this message. Another message by our Lord Jesus Christ helping us get through each day in our Christian walk with Him. Coming over the trials, overcoming temptations, overcoming doubts and fears, giving us encouragement that we may see another day today. The title of today's message, I'll do the best I can, it's Clint Eastwood favorite phrase, go ahead, make my day. Not very good, but that's the name of the title. Go ahead, make my day. Who makes your day? Is it your family? Is it your friends? Is it other people? Or could it be Jesus? Deuteronomy 30 verse 19 says, I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I have set before your life and death blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. So who is making your day? Perhaps it's your family. Have you ever said to yourself, if only I'd been born into such and such family, I'd have all these things that would make such a better life for me. See, we tend to look at families that have great wealth and desire the things that they have. Well, isn't that considered jealousy or, wow, possibly coveting thy neighbor? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Let's listen to what Apostle Paul had to say about this very same. Philippians 4, 11-13. Not that I speak in regards to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And again in 1 Timothy 6, verses 6 through 9, he says, Now godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and clothing, with these we shall be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and harmful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdiction. You see, riches come and riches go, but God's word endures forever. It is forever. And when we put God first in our life and make him the source of our happiness, it won't matter what natural family we're born into. And if we accept him as Lord and Savior, we are born again and we are in his family. That's the family that we desire to be in. First Peter 1.3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Let me ask you, are you relying on your family to make your day? How about friends? You have many friends? You know, we could praise God, though, if you have godly friends 
that will make your day. That will encourage you and will be there for you. But maybe you don't today, I'm sorry to say. Maybe you're feeling quite lonely. Because loneliness is everywhere, you know. Many people feel cut off and even alienated from others. And being in a crowd just makes makes people who are lonely more aware of their isolation and loneliness. We all need friends who will stick close and listen, care, and offer help when it's needed, in good times and bad. Then it's better to have one such friend than dozens of superficial acquaintances. Instead of wishing you could find a true friend, seek to become one first. You know, seek to become a good friend. There are many people who need your friendship. Ask God to reveal them to you. And then take on the challenge of being a true friend. And in turn, you will have friends become true to you. In Proverbs 18.24, A man who has friends must himself be friendly. But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Also, I want you to remember that often it only takes one offense to turn that person away from you. It's great having friends, but sadly, those friends often let us down more than lifting us up. Go ahead and ask any child going to school how many times their friends have let them down. Now, I know some of their friendships are quite shallow when they're younger, of course, but, but they aren't shallow to them. Right? They're very sensitive. And one day they are best friends with someone, and the next day they are worst of enemies. Because one offended the other, said something innocently. You know how it is with children. I've watched it happen in our life. It was so sad. Some days they had great friends. And then the next day or the next week, they weren't talking to that one. And I remember asking, they said, Oh, I thought that was I thought that the Susie was I thought that she was your friend. Nope, not this week. She said some things I didn't like. So, but sadly, these things can carry over into adult life. It's just not just kids. It carries on. Feuds between friends have kept people apart, much like family feuds have kept families apart for even years and years and years. And even worse. This has kept supposed brothers and sisters in the Lord apart as well. So it just doesn't stay as a child. It carries on. If you carry it on, it'll carry on into adulthood for you. But I've always said that if you can't get along with someone down here on earth, how are you going to get along with them in eternity? Ever thought about that? You know, David, he had trouble with friends. Psalm 41.9 Even my own familiar friend in whom I trusted, who ate my bread, has lifted up his heel against me. And in Psalm 55, 12 through 14, it says here, For it is not an enemy who reproaches me, then I could bear it. Nor is the one who hates me who has exalted himself against me, then I could hide from him. But it was you, a man, my equal, my companion, my acquaintance, We took sweet counsel together and walked to the house of God in the throne. And I bet you didn't know that Jesus even had trouble with friends. In Matthew 26, 55 and 56, it says, In that hour, Jesus said to the multitudes, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to take me? 
I sat daily with you, teaching in the temple, and you did not seize me there. But all this was done that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then the disciples forsook him, and they fled. Instead of looking to friends to make our day, we need to do what it says in Hebrews 12, 2-3. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your own souls. Perhaps you're just looking for other people that make your day, right? Your family, friends. Maybe you're just looking at other people to, you know, kind of set the tone and make your day. See, we, we leave home every day, you know, head off to work or school, wherever you're going. And you're, you're traveling in your car, right? Let's just say this. And you head down on your way and another car cuts you off right at there trying to get on the highway next to you. And they're blaring along, and they just cut you right off. You blast your horn, you mouth a few some choice words under your breath, and already you've now allowed someone else to make your day, and they're off and on their way, and they don't give a darn or give a care what's going on. But they've made your day. And then you go from bad to worse. As you pull out, you're trying to catch up, and you're overtaking him, and you're going to give him a piece of your mind, and you forget to look at your speedometer, and Flash, speed camera, takes a real nice pretty picture of your car and you inside of it. And you'll get something in the mail rather quickly after that. Perhaps you're standing in line. You're about to get on the bus. You know, you're going to take public transportation today because your car's in the shop. And when the rude person just pushes their way right in front of you, gets the last seat, and it's causing you to have to stand all the way for the next 25 minutes. Now, some people would call it, this is just having a bad hair day. So, let me ask you, who is running your life? Who is making your day? Well, I've got an answer for you. It's an easy one. The answer is, anyone that you react to, that's who's making your day. How you react that's how your day gets set up from somebody else. Friends, family, strangers. That's who it is. However you react to them, then your day is already set. If we respond to these other people with graciousness and kindness instead, it goes from being our problem to becoming their problem. I want to encourage you, don't let others decide how you're going to live and how your each day is going to go. Don't let someone else decide that for you. You know, I read a short story a while back about a grandfather, and he was walking down the streets of, of the city with his grandson, having a very pleasant day. And on the sidewalk, they passed a woman. Unfortunately, she was considered to be the town prostitute. And the grandfather graciously tipped his hat to the woman and as they passed by. Once they got by a little bit, the, the grandson said, Grandpa! Why did you do that to that kind of a woman? I mean, even he knew, you know, the rumors about this lady. And the old grandfather, he replied, I don't know what kind of woman she is. All I know is that I am a gentleman. 
See, it doesn't matter who you pass on the street, and it doesn't matter what kind of people you might work with. Actually, it doesn't matter who you're married to. That's not the issue. The issue is, who are you allowing to control your life? Now, we start off with scripture here on Deuteronomy 30, 19. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. Choose life. You see, God has given all of us the ability to choose. We, we, we have choices. We can choose. He's given us that freedom. We choose. He doesn't make us do anything. We get to choose. We can choose family. We can choose friends. We can choose uh, these other people or even circumstances to make our day. Or really, we can choose the way, the truth, and the life to make our day. Wouldn't that be the better way? And his name is Jesus. He made the first day, so why don't you allow him to make your day? Genesis 1, 1 through 5, right in the beginning. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. Darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, and it was good. God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. And John 1, 1 through 5 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. See, when family and friends and other people let you down, Jesus says, I'll be your friend. Do you realize that how many songs that there are out there that says, having a friend in Jesus? In the Christian, uh, in the Christian network, uh, how many songs there are? There are more songs than I than I uh, uh, imagined. I kind of looked it up. I didn't count them, but it was like, oh, there's quite a few of them talking about having a friend in Jesus. It even says that in John 15 verses 14, 15, "You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know." what his master is doing. But I have called you friends. For all things that I heard from my father, I have made known to you. This all just takes a choice that we must choose first to believe in Jesus, believe in who he is and what he has done for us. And for the second choice, we must all make. The second choice, we must all make a second choice here. We need to look at Matthew. Matthew 5, 43-48 You have heard that it was said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, Love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. 
that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brethren only, what do you do more than others? Do not even tax the collectors do so. Therefore, you shall be perfect just as your Father in heaven is perfect. When we were wronged, often our first reaction is to get even, right? Revenge. Instead, Jesus said we should do good to those who have wronged us. And I have to be honest, that is hard many times. I'm just telling you. I am not perfect. No one's perfect. There's only been one perfect person. We all have faults. And those are some of mine. Sometimes the first reaction is to get even. Not necessarily get even, but uh, to wish kind of harm to that person. Anyway, that's for another time. We should do good to those who wrong us, Jesus says. Our desire should not be to keep score, right? There's too much of that going on anyway. Our desire not to keep score, but to love and forgive. This is not natural. It's supernatural. Only God can give us the strength to love as he does. Instead of planning vengeance, pray for those who hurt you. My challenge to you to this today, though, is go ahead and make it the Lord's Day. Thank you, Jesus, for these reminders of how we should treat one another in spite of what we might feel personally sometimes. All the hurts, the disappointments, the traitors of souls when people turn on us. But you say to love them. You say to be kind to them. Love them with kindness, and then they have to deal with it. Don't let people dictate to you how your day is going to be. Let it be the Lord's day every day, and may you be blessed for that. Amen.